0: everyone, welcome to The Withering Effect, episode 80. Today's date is January 31st, 2021, and I am Duds, or Duds versus
1: known to the rest of the interwebs. And I am Jimbo, you may know me as JimboSlice23, so how's your week been so far, Duds? Busy. <laughs> very, very busy. Busy morning? Definitely a busy morning.
0: I, I won't bore people with that, because it's the same old, same old, but... Let's just put it this way. I've got another busy afternoon after this, which keeps pushing my video recordings to the side, which stinks because I'm so close to getting an episode done, but it may or may not be out by the time everyone hears this. Mm. just going to have to see. I'm at like the 11 minute mark. We'll see. But some of the stuff I was able to work on this week were stream upgrades. I've been really wanting to dive in there. Upgrade the setup for my streams and Twitch and stuff. Thinking about maybe adding in another stream day during the week. Normally I stream Saturday mornings at ten thirty uh, Eastern Standard Time. That's been going good, but I've used the same overlays and stuff for years now. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get fancy, get some animated overlays. Normally I I all my previous overlays and panels were all hand done by me. And this time I actually bought an overlay package because I wanted the fancy animations and stuff. Yeah. Uh, And it turned out pretty cool. I've also got the webcam for the puppy cam ready. She even has her own little spotlight. Ah. We can light her up and people can actually see her on puppy cam. So there you go. (laughs) Pretty excited for that. Also worked on the mountain at my base. Got a good chunk of that knocked out. Definitely turning. Into smaller sections and not being as crazy with the detail has helped. Mm. And the finish line is not in sight, but you know it's like right around that corner, so
1: it's pretty exciting. You started from the top and you're working your way down, right?
0: Yeah. So that means the closer I get to the bottom, the more work mm. I have to do.
1: <laughs> you're getting there. Getting there. Yeah, you did on stream. I was I was watching. So yeah, it's coming along.
0: Yeah. Then I did a cow farm. As my food source, we were talking about this in pre-show, different food farms and stuff. And of course, I overcomplicated the farm just because I wanted to. (laughs) Mm. And it's quite literally the 24 cows in a single pin entity cramming farm. So it's a small little farm, but I had to have an automatic item elevator that dropped the raw beef into a smoker so it would auto cook it and sort out the leather to go somewhere else. And then on the other side of the room, to get my wheat for the farm, I was going to do a villager, but then I realized I did end up with too much wheat because I only have 24 cows, so I can only breed 24 cows at a time. I don't need more than 24 wheat at one time. So right, we have the Wither farm, so it produces bones like crazy. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do a micro bone meal farm put that all in there. But that wasn't good enough. I needed a mine cart with a chest in it that could auto fill all the dispensers without because the way the farm or the micro farm structure to fill the, the dispensers, you essentially have to break the farm to reach all three of them. Mm. And I was like, I can't have that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so instead, I designed this crazy track that goes around and dumps bone meal into each hopper evenly. So everything works. I was like, okay, now that's great. But how do I know I'm low on bone meal? So then I had to rig up a light that now tells me when I'm low on bone meal.
1: That did not sound overly complicated <laughs> at all.
0: <laughs> overly complicated for no reason. But it's cool, right? That, that's what Minecraft's <laughs> supposed to be.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
0: that, that's my week. How about you? What have you worked on this week?
1: Well, I started building my storage room. I had that in my latest episode. Mm-hmm. went with the Impulse SV design. That's something I'm familiar with, but I'm going to have two sections. I want to have an auto sorter with the uh, multi-item sorter. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I tried to make one myself in creative. Didn't go so well. They're not easy. No. I kind of lost patience with it. I had an idea in mind. It's just, it's hard to implement. And when you look at tutorials of storage rooms, these things are bulky, and I was trying to make it not so bulky. hmm I'm going to have to go with the tutorial. Uh, you mentioned Tango Text sorter doesn't work in the new version. I'm pretty
0: sure it's broken. I know he stopped using it, and everyone asks why, and he goes, well, he didn't want to wait for items to be sorted and stuff. It was just quicker for him to do it. Mm-hmm. And I want to say I remember him in a stream going, plus it's broken, and I didn't want to fix it. Mm-hmm. I think it's broken. Either way, there are more efficient, less material versions out now. And I think I sent you one.
1: Yeah, you sent me one. It seems, you know, like it'll work just fine. Mm-hmm. Um it is a little bit bigger, but it should fit where I need it, yeah. so I'm probably gonna do that. Uh there's many different versions, you know, you don't have to mm-hmm. go tango tech, but I was familiar with that. The one I have in my storage room now isn't
0: necessarily huge. It's not small. The only problem with it is mine did not come with a tutorial. Mm. It was a world downloads. You had to kind of piece together everything yourself, which is a little pain.
1: Yeah, that does sound like a pain. Yeah. But uh yeah, I uh, put out the episode with my storage room. Uh I th- only half of it's done. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is I put out this episode, I was fine with it, and then I go to my base again after the episode's done, and I tore it all down. <laughs> Not like all the, the chests and stuff in the storage area, but like all the designs. I completely like tore it all down and changed the design to put a little bit more color into it. Mm-hmm. And because I did this, I changed the design, I really liked the way it turned out. I went around and put this detail that I've used in that room into a bunch of different parts of my build i'm trying to bring more color out and i want to use the light blue i mentioned that before yeah and uh i just want to bring it out in my builds a little bit more i have blackstone and quartz everywhere and it's getting a little overwhelming with just those two colors so the light blue looks really good last night i was telling you earlier i was locked in i could not stop i it was like 12:30 at night i didn't even realize it Mm-hmm. I'm running around my base like, oh, this would look good, and I'm doing it. And uh, sometimes you're just in the zone when you're building, and you just know what to do. And that's where I was last night, and it was a lot of fun. I didn't want to stop. I had to stop myself to get off to go to bed because I knew the show was in the morning. Yeah. That's, that's like where I was at, but it's a lot of fun when you get in the zone. And uh, yeah, that was, uh, that's about it for my week, still working on the storage.
0: Yeah, I I went back and I've seen your storage room, uh, the way it looks now, and I like the color so much better. It looks so cool.
1: Yeah, it turned out real nice. The thing is, I, I got that light blue, and now I need a farm. So, gotta put a farm in motion to get all that light blue.
0: Uh, I have a dye farm. You do? It produces a ton of blue, specifically built for that. Bring your own bone meal, and uh, you can get as much blue as you want.
1: Well, I I live in a swamp in the tower is in a swamp area. So I'm probably going to make my own. That's true. Yeah, I'm probably going to make my own light blue dye and uh yeah, just that in a sheep farm I want to put in one tower. Oh yeah, cuz I'm going to need carpets. I'm gonna Need carpets too. Yeah, your
0: farm your if you're just wanting to farm light blue then your farmer will be way more efficient than mine because I did mine so I could get a mix of tons of different colors.
1: Yeah, I'm going to need bone meal too in that case.
0: Yeah. Well, good thing we have a skeleton farm.
1: Yeah, I got plenty of that.
0: So, should we hop into the news?
1: Uh, yeah. What
0: what news we got? Yeah, there. it's very little news. Uh, Bedrock, you're getting the beta for copper and lightning rods. Uh, these are things I think we covered in episode 70. I think you're getting all of that. So, have fun with your copper and lightning rods. Remember, if you're noticing any issues, report it to Mo, uh, Mojang. They've got a website for that. They they obviously need feedback to make sure everything's working properly. Enjoy your copper. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other news was there's a Twitter account uh, called Minecraft News. Now, I'm going to say this before I say what they said. Take this with a grain of salt. This is supposed to be a leak, and I honestly don't trust leaks, but it's one of those things that I figured I'd at least share so people heard it here. So everyone knows that the starting of 2021, we were going to be migrating uh, Mojang accounts. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you were playing Dungeons and Bedrock and maybe even Java, all the accounts were finally going to be kind of migrated into one launcher account. This was also going to allow two form factor authentication and everything, bump the security up nice and everything. And also we were going to get, I think, capes showing we were one of the OGs before the migration, which is all cool. Mm. And this tweet from Minecraft News is stating that the migration will start April 12th of this year and end July 5th of next year. Again, speculation, take it with a grain of salt, may or may not be true. I think April 12th lines up with maybe the start of a fiscal year. So that might be, because I remember them saying that it was going to start uh, next year, early next year. So that obviously might be early fiscal next year, but who knows? It's not that big of a, I'm not like, gotta have the migration now. <laughs> I'm not in really that kind of mood, but. Yeah,
1: same here. Yeah, It's worth noting. Yeah, I mean, with a name like Minecraft News, you think it'd be reliable. So that's why we kind of posted it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, And again, they're going to email you and let you know when when migrations are beginning and when your account's going to migrate and all that stuff. So look for the email. Obviously, don't click on any sketchy emails. Someone may be trying to trick you and stuff to get some information from you. Right. Uh, Just keep an eye out. Yes. That's all I got for news. Very slow news week. No snapshots or anything. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was looking forward to a snapshot.
0: I was too. I'm telling you, I feel there's. we haven't seen, well, we did, obviously haven't seen everything from 117 yet because we're still waiting on cliffs, mm-hmm. but I, I think there's going to be something that's really going to strike my
1: fancy here towards the end of this update. I can feel it in my bones. Something unannounced big's going to happen, huh? It might not even be big.
0: Okay, so dripstone is my my big thing for 117 right now. Mm -hmm. I really like the renewable sources for lava and stuff. So it might not be big in most people's eyes, but I'm looking for something like that. That's technically big, at least for me. I see. But if you don't have any news, shall we go on to listener comments? I have no news. All right. Well, we'll start with the bad. So last week, we got a bad review from a listener Uh, I wanted to address. And Basically, it was asking why we complain about almost everything, and I feel this was a bit rough take of the show, but I could understand it as, I think both me and you can agree, last week's episode was definitely not one of our favorites, right? but some of the statements that they said made me think last episode may have been their first listen, if that's the case, I'm sorry, we know it was a rough one. <laughs> Overall, we do not hold back on the show. If we like what's happening in the game, we say so. If we don't like an upcoming feature, we say so. It's giving feedback to Mojang so they can determine whether or not it's a good feature and needs to be twig- tweaked. And we could be in the minority. So you never know. Hmm. The big thing was also, mending Minecraft is literally about improving a part of the game that the Discord votes on. <laughs> so we're not necessarily complaining. We're trying to fix a part of the game that everyone kind of agrees needs to be worked on. That being said, if you would like to join the Discord and talk more about this game, I would love to explain everything about it and why I
1: like it without openly accepting everything was awesome. Right? Yeah, many Minecraft. We we have a lot of suggestions from uh, the Discord mm-hmm. in many Minecraft. If anyone, if you feel like our suggestions aren't good enough, I guess. I mean, you can always put yours in there. And if we find, like, if if we see it as interesting, we'll definitely bring it up on the show.
0: Well, and that's also a fact. If your item did not get picked for Mending Minecraft, it will come around again at some point. Yes. We plan on covering everything. Everything will be in Mending Minecraft at some point.
1: Yep, we try. But we did get some uh, good news. Some good stuff, huh? Yeah, we got a uh, comment from Thomas to Space. Mm -hmm. He mentioned... I was listening to the latest episode talk about the lights gave me some ideas. You talk about lights often for one goal, to prevent mob spawns. Since Minecraft light is tied together with mob spawns, this often gets mixed up. I would like a way to prevent mob spawns that doesn't require light or any object at all. Am I reading that right? (laughs) That
0: doesn't require light or any object at all. Yeah, it's written a little weird,
1: but we get the gist. Yeah. Uh, something like the beacon effect proposed in the podcast or a complete new object. This would also make it easier to make perimeters since you can spawn proof areas more easily. This way light can be exactly for what for that light in that. And this would give the different light levels way more purpose and decoration. Totally agree. 100% agree. The idea about the potion book is great. The game currently doesn't let you discover certain things and you need to visit the wiki for that. Personally, I've replaced some paintings with educational posters, and I've made the resource pack that shows a potion chart and other one that explains how to craft rockets. Thank you for the podcast. I had a lot of fun listening. Thomas to Space. Thank you for the comment.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: awesome comment. I'm glad people agree with our idea for the beacon repelling mob spawns. I think it's a great end game mm-hmm. way to do it. Definitely end game the idea of posters showing uh, potion recipes and crafting recipes i think it's so cool i really like that i'm i'm hoping we get something like that at some point the journal is a cool idea and i thought it was always something small that could be easily fit in but i like the idea of painting and posters and stuff really like that uh, i think you also linked the resource pack in the discord so if people are listening and they'd want to download the resource pack. I believe it's in the public section of the Discord. I'll go back and try to find it and pin it for everyone. But,
1: yeah. Thanks again. Yeah, there are some things in Minecraft that you see, but you just have no idea how to make. Yeah. That you have to go online to figure out how to make things. Like uh, like you mentioned, firework rockets. I did not know how to make those. You have to go online to learn how to make those. There's no way to figure it out for yourself, so... Mm -hmm. Unless you're just playing with it, then you could probably figure it out. But yeah, you have to go online to find out, figure out a lot of rockets or uh, fireworks and potions. So, good idea. Yeah, the crafting book doesn't
0: do a very good job of helping with that either now. Mm-hmm. The crafting book is nice when you're crafting bulk items and a lot of stuff. Uh, don't get me wrong, I, I do see the crafting book as a good addition to the game. Sometimes I miss crafting the old way. That's kind of cool, but overall the crafting book or recipe book was definitely an improvement. But with things like potions and uh rockets, rockets I think should be in the crafting or recipe book. Yeah. Potions, there's not a good way to really say how to make potions. You kind of got to guess that hey, this carrot's going to give me night vision. Oh wait, it's not a normal carrot. You need a golden carrot or something like that and yeah, you know, so a way to kind of communicate that somehow would be really nice. And I had mentioned in doing the witch hut, changing the decor and maybe adding random potion supplies in there. And that was kind of my way at hinting on how to make potions, but pictures or posters of that could be really cool also, and really useful. I agree. Ready to move on? Uh, yes. Again, thanks for that. Thomas of Space that comment was from our discord and our discord is the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show just take rebel jc's word for it
1: what's going on everybody i'm rebel jc and i'd love for you to join our discord community whether it's taking part in our mending minecraft vote sharing your thoughts and opinions on minecraft or just chatting with like minded listeners the weathering effect discord has something for everyone Join today by following the link in the show notes.
0: Alright, thanks for that Discord ad, RoboJC. And uh, speaking of Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our Mending Minecraft vote. This week we asked you to choose between three items, and those items were the Lead, Shield, and Fishing Rod.
1: And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... shield with a <laughs> whopping yeah <laughs> not even close uh the lead had 11 votes fishing rod with nine votes and the shield with 40 yeah so another landslide for the shield a lot of uh PBP players I feel like voted for the shield very true but hit us up tell us about the shield yeah I, I have a good bit here for the shield. You do. (laughs) (laughs) I even used uh, uh, space on someone else's notes. Uh, A shield is a tool used to protect the player against attacks. Crafted with six of any type of wood planks and one iron ingot, can be combined with a banner to copy that pattern to the shield. Uh, Some things the shield cannot block are arrows from a crossbow enchanted with piercing, status effects from splash or lingering potions, evokers, fangs, or breathing from the ender dragon or Breath from the Ender Dragon, sorry. Beam attacks from Guardians or Elder Guardians. Strikes from any axe-wielding mob, which is Vindicators, Piglin Brutes, Zombies, or from axe-wielding players that are sprinting. Uh, Axe strikes from players that isn't sprinting still have a 25% chance to disable the shield for 5 seconds. That's in Java. TNT that the blocking player lit themselves. That's uh, Java. And, of course, teleporting and fall damage. Can't block that. Being attacked with an axe, now may disable a shield for five seconds. A uh, shield can receive three enchantments. Unbreaking, Mending, and Curse of Vanishing. That's it. A lot of information for shields. Yeah, there's probably more, but those are those are good ones. So, when it came
0: to mending the shield and creating ways to update it, and I realized, I still have a shield in my inventory. I think a shield... Is a good thing to have around. Um, You never know. So a totem of undying always sits in my offhand. But let's say I die and I have the totem. So I'm reborn as it is. And I don't have time to grab another totem from my ender chest. I have my shield right there I can throw up. So I do like shields. Um, I think they're pretty good. They're definitely a must-have when you're starting a new world. Some inconsistencies I found were... Shield banner technology. A lot of times when you put a banner on a shield, it just doesn't look the same. Mm. A lot of that's texture pack wise. So I want to say there is a data pack now that can, can fix that, but you shouldn't have to need a data pack to fix that. So maybe look into that, what's causing it. We have the combat tests that Jeb is working on, and he's saying the shield protection will drop from 180 degrees. To 100. So I thought uh, maybe while you activate your shield, you may not be able to sprint or run forward quickly or anything like that. But what if you could strafe and turn side to side a little bit faster? Mm. So you could maybe be a little bit more pinpoint with your shield. Just a small little thing. I don't know how much that would throw a player off though. Uh, if they drop into a crouching position and now they can spin around quickly. <laughs> compared to standing up and trying to move around that might be a little too much
1: yeah when the shield is activated you do slow down a little bit right yeah i don't play with the shield too often it's kind of like when you pull back a bow it's not much
0: but you definitely do slow down and you can't sprint with the shield active yeah and with the new uh test for combat uh, when you crouch you're gonna auto bring your shield up mm-hmm. now that's a setting you can turn on and off oh So it's not going to be the same for everyone else. But I do like the idea when you crouch it auto, puts your shield up. Yeah. But I would like it to be able where I can maneuver the shield maybe a little bit better, especially if I don't have the same range of protection. I don't mind the range getting lower. That's not it at all. I just, it'd be really cool if I could move around a little bit better. Yeah, One of my big changes to the shield was... Depending on the ingot you use, maybe we could get different shield shapes. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if anyone's excited about that. that that's something I would love to have.
1: Like gold ingot, uh, copper ingot, that type of deal would change the shape.
0: Would change the shape. Okay. Basically, when I saw copper, the first thing I thought about were like the Roman bronze circular shields. Ooh. So that could be cool. Maybe a gold shield. It's a little bit smaller, but it's a lot faster, obviously. Maybe a diamond shield is bulky and a netherite shield, I don't I I wouldn't even know what that would look like, but yeah, I I'd want different shapes of shields. I know that it's a little bit complicated and it makes especially putting banners on shields a bit tougher. Yeah. But I honestly would drop banners on shields if it meant I got different shaped shields.
1: I'd be okay with that. That's not bad. I liked it.
0: Yeah. And my final thing was I couldn't talk about shields without trying to put some kind of enchantment on it. Mm. And I'd love the idea for knockback to be put on the shield. So if you're in blocking position and you successfully block a melee attack, I would like that to give knockback against the person who melee attacked you. So kind of like, again, thinking about Roman... And uh, those kinds of warriors, you see them get their shield walls and stuff and everyone's attacking and you see them thrust forward and it pushes guys off their shields. Mm-hmm. That
1: that could be really cool in the game, I thought. Yeah, and you have that, that five-second disable. like That could also give you some time, if you have knockback, mm-hmm. to knock them back and give yourself a little bit of time for your shield to become active again. Yeah. Definitely help in that aspect. Uh, But
0: that's kind of all I have for shields. Like I said, I like the original shield now. But if I were to improve the shield, this is what I would do. Different shapes are a huge thing. Knockback for me is even
1: bigger. Yeah, I like the shield. I don't ever use it. Never use the shield. Even early game, I just never think about it. I don't know if it's because when I started playing, I've never, I don't know, But for one, it wasn't there. For two, I never even blocked with my sword. I just never really think about it. It's all attack. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm, I wouldn't be a great pvp in that aspect. But uh, yeah, I could see more enchantments coming for the shield. Knockback would be a great addition. I'm sure there's other ones.
0: Well, when you think about using a shield, a shield's great until you get an elytra. Then you just fly away. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh man, I'm getting overbeared in combat. Fly away. Whereas I have the lower shield texture pack. So basically, the second I create a shield in a world, that shield just goes into my offhand and it stays there all the time because it really doesn't get in the way with the lower texture pack. Yeah. But yeah, the second I got an elytra, it's kind of like, okay, well, I don't really need the shield. And now that I've got Totems of Undying, it's like, okay, I really don't need the shield right now. Even though there are instances I will say the shield is better than the totem, but I I rely a lot on the totem. Plus, I can completely hide the totem in my offhand. So it wins.
1: I think once I get like that infinity bow, that sweet bow that you that you try to get with all the enchantments. uh uh-huh. It makes it a lot easier to get your enemy from a distance. You know, you don't have to get close to use your shield. You know, you can take anything out from a distance. Well, oh, and the shield's great for caving when you've got close quarters combat. Yeah, that'd probably be the best example for a shield is in the caves when there's, you know, creepers falling down out of nowhere and whatnot.
0: Exactly. And see, the the shield will block a creeper blast. Yeah. So if a creeper sneaks up on you, you turn and you look at it and you throw the shield up, you're 100% safe. It's not going to kill you mm-hmm. if you can get that shield up in time. And point in the right direction. Pointing in the right direction. Don't, don't have your back to the creeper and say, well, my shield was up and you got blown up. And it's like, no, that's not how shields work. Yeah. How cool would it be to have knockback on a shield? have a creeper blow up into your shield, but then that causes all the other mobs around it to get thrown back. Ooh. Uh-huh. Right? It's probably a little excessive, but that could be very cool. Mm-hmm. I think I would have the shield on my offhand at all times at that point. Yeah, it'd be another inventory slot, though. Well, you know what? Now that I'm saying this, so more I think about it, if knockbacks were on shields for melee attacks right now, the the exact way I described it, I think I would put a shield in my offhand over the Totem of Undying. Okay. Even though I probably die more from flying around and smacking my face on stuff, but... I've been doing that
1: a lot lately. (laughs) Do you need a totem? I have plenty of them. That's just another thing that I (laughs) overlook every time. Do you want the texture pack that hides the totem
0: so you can throw it in your offhand and not worry about it again?
1: I don't know. Maybe. It might annoy me, you know, just not knowing there's something in my offhand and... (laughs) When I take it out, I don't know where it is. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Let's move on from shields and get into our main topic. Okay. Which is actually a lot of topics. Yeah. It's no secret that this week was hard for topics. We were definitely hoping there was going to be a snapshot out that we could talk about. We've asked all week for topics. Really didn't have anything come to mind that we thought could work. So we've decided to put together just random thoughts we've had on Minecraft. Uh, they could be good. They could be bad. They could be improvements. They could be the way we play. Just random thoughts that have popped in our head. And we're gonna spend a couple minutes talking about each random thought and see how you guys feel about it. And if maybe you have random thoughts you'd like us to talk about too, Jimbo. We're gonna start with the one you have at top.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can start with that one because
0: <laughs> it's such a weird
1: thought. Yeah, and I think it every time I see them, and that are that is Striders are not cute. They're not, I never, I never found them as cute or adorable. They have stringy hair. (laughs) Well, they drop string. They're very top heavy. They look weird. Yeah. They also, they live in lava. No one, no one likes lava. Striders like lava. Striders do. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I don't hate striders. They're very cool mob with a great Mm -hmm. mechanic you know to get across the lava you can have as pets that's understandable and a lot of people would argue when a strider is outside of lava and it's shaking that's adorable i i beg to differ i mean (laughs) yeah i kind of feel bad for the guy i'm like you got to go back in lava but Mm -hmm. i i don't know i don't see myself wandering around lava too often i mean yeah. You got your netherite gear and probably fire resistance on it and stuff, but it's not safe. Yeah, you know, it's not very safe to just walk around lava. And uh yeah, they're just not cute enough for me to I don't know, pick one up and take one as my own. But again, I don't hate them. Just I don't I don't they're just not cute to me. I think they're adorable. I think they're hideous. <laughs>
0: No, they definitely fall under. They're so ugly, they're cute. I, I love Striders. I love all the little mechanics. And it's mm-hmm. definitely not a very useful mob. Um, I think much people would have much rather had lava boats. But I prefer the Striders. I think that's cool. And this goes back to the comment earlier where we were complaining about everything. I think we loved just about everything from 116, mm-hmm. a- including Striders. And they're not a f- super useful game or a aspect of the game feature of the game however you want to say it but they bring life to a area that was almost lifeless obviously the nether has a ton of life now yeah and i love watching striders there's one strider near my portal there's lava coming down from the ceiling and i swear every time i go into the nether that strider is just riding that lava up and down up and down up and down. it's so cute
1: The best part about the Strider is how they stack on each other. Yes. I like that more than anything. I
0: always, every time I see a Strider stacked on a Strider, I think of like the cheerleading pyramid. And (laughs) it's just
1: Striders cheering each other on. Yeah. Yeah, that's my first random thought.
0: One of my random thoughts I've been having lately is striped logs are severely underrated. I use them all over the place now for everything. I hardly use regular logs now. The texture for striped logs, so good. Mm. I don't know. I mean, well, you're doing a lot of stone and modernized building, so you're yeah. not been using a lot of logs lately.
1: I used a lot of these stripped wart logs at my... Uh... Stripped, yes. Thank you. I don't know why I said striped. Stripped. My fault. I used uh what my uh beginning area base. Yeah. I used a lot of that. Yeah, you used Warped. Yeah, the stripped to Or is it different? I think it's called hyphae. I don't know. They got a different name. <laughs> but still, just as cool. Yeah, exactly. I've been using that
0: all over the place, so I, I don't even use regular logs much anymore. It's always
1: stripped. What's funny is uh, the... Man, I'm drawing blanks like crazy today. I can tell. The, the white wood. Birch. Birch. Jeez, oh my goodness. Birchwood, birch logs. Stripped birch. Yeah, but the regular birch log is kind of useless. When do you ever Mm -hmm. use that texture? The stripped, on the other hand, looks amazing. It really does. Can go with so many different builds.
0: Yeah, and if you take the stripped variant and you add it with the planks, it really looks like a patchwork of stuff,
1: and I, I love the look. It's gorgeous. It's great. And that's a block a lot of people wouldn't use because of that look. And you can change yeah. it with the strip variant. It becomes useful in many different situations.
0: But I want to stick with wood because my next random thought deals with sticks. Okay. And I had an idea. So a lot of texture packs, uh, you'll see people make the window pane or the glass pane have that crosshatch in the middle like a lot of windows do. Mm-hmm. Now, it well, basically since windows were made. Uh, and how cool would it be if you could craft that instead? So you have your normal plane or pane. I don't know why I'm... The plane <laughs> pane. There we go. <laughs> and uh, you you do five sticks. So one top, one middle, one bottom, one left, one right. And then you do four panes in the corners. And now you can craft four... Uh, window panes with the crosshatch in it using those five sticks. And now we have another window type or glass type we could use. I thought that would be kind of cool. I don't think that would be too hard to implement into the game either.
1: Yeah, and it would have its own texture too, so you wouldn't really need that annoying white mark that's on the glass. Mm -hmm. You can actually take that out because you can, you know, it's not clear you still have the texture of the crosshatch from the sticks. Yeah, yeah, you can actually take that out and make it a lot more, I don't know,
0: useful. I don't know if anyone else would do that, but like I find myself kind of always doing the balance of modern builds and classical builds. And when you run into the classical builds, you really want that kind of texture for Mm -hmm. a glass window. So it's like, oh, if I could craft it in game, that'd be even better. I think a lot of people would kind of enjoy that. And sticks are so cheap, so I don't think it would be a problem. Yeah, I agree. What's another random thought you got?
1: How I love the fact that there's no gravity. I was thinking about this while playing other games. I've been playing a lot of other survival games, Mm -hmm. and you really have to watch what you're building because if anything is, I don't know, off center, Mm -hmm. they have a chance to fall. And you don't have to worry about that in Minecraft. You can make spaceships, you can make a flying, flying whatever, you know, you can even put your uh pixel art in the sky. You know, it really expands, it makes room for expanding your creativity mm-hmm. in this game. And I don't I'm trying to think of other games that have that anti gravity rule and I can't think of any. It seems like, you know, you have to have some kind of support structure for anything you build in all the other games.
0: Yeah, there's not a lot.
1: We we have uh what is it, that new game coming out like Minecraft? Hytale. We're not sure if the laws... Yeah, Hytale. We're not sure if the laws would be the same or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, as of right now, this is the only game you can really... You know, you got the anti-gravity laws where you can... It's sky's the limit in that case. Mm-hmm. And I love it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, I've been getting into scrap mechanic lately. A lot of people know that. And there is definitely gravity there. And you have mm-hmm. to think about what you're doing before you do it granted you can do stuff a little weird like weld wood to wood but you know wood glue (laughs) exactly (laughs) i like the way minecraft feels it feels it feels smoothed out it's not clunky when you play it and that's the way i kind of feel when i play scrap mechanic Granted, scrap mechanic's not a completed game it's still in like beta but it definitely feels clunky when you compare it to minecraft and I think the anti-gravity thing kind of has something to do with it.
1: Yeah, and you still have your falling blocks. So, you know, yeah. it does mix it up a little bit. You know, there is mm-hmm. some kind of, uh, you know, struggle in that case. But there is a gravity. Yeah. We just it doesn't work like the gravity we're used to. Yeah. I mean, the player has gravity. You know, don't think you can just float around everywhere. It's kind of weird. I could put this block of bricks up
0: in the air, but if I put a piece of sand next to it, it's going to fall. Mm -hmm.
1: my next random thought was i will never be a redstone genius and that is okay i okay this this year i've you know had the idea of doing my own redstone and i realized that i have limits now when i was in high school i got uh engineering award you know i I was good at this kind of stuff Uh, autocad Mm -hmm. drafting i've always been really good at this I had to build a bridge and it held like the most weight in uh, the history of the school. Mm -hmm. Just a little project that I did. You know, I was always good at this stuff, but redstone, man, redstone, you know, it can be confusing, but I'm like, I I got kind of got the hang of it, but there's like, you can get good at it. And there, there's a line from like good to great, you know, there's a very fine line there. Mm-hmm. And I cannot cross it for the life of me. And I'm okay with that because I love the challenge. I love the putting the puzzle together to try to figure out how to do this thing. And it's nice to watch other tutorials just to get the gist of how things work. Mm-hmm. As of right now, I'm not the best, and that is okay. Yeah, that's the way I've kind of felt. If
0: I wish I could go back to talk to myself as I was learning to play Minecraft and I mean, redstone was like an impossible feat to learn. It's like, you know what? It's not that bad. Keep plugging it. There, you're not gonna be the greatest. There's always gonna be someone better, but you'll be able to figure the puzzle out sooner or later.
1: Yeah, when I first started using redstone, I was like, "This is it. This is my thing." You know, <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, this is like an engineering aspect inside this building game. I never thought this would mm-hmm. be a part of this kind of game. I was just building the whole time till I came across that, and I'm like okay, this is, it's not as easy as it looks. Yeah. Though people make it look easy, it does take practice.
0: If we're talking about Redstone, one of my random thoughts is, is it possible that I like and dislike the way the new farming has been going in Minecraft? Like, farming is getting a lot easier. To build an iron farm is super easy nowadays. Uh, Villager farming, super easy nowadays. Wither skull farming, super easy nowadays, and I love it because it means I can get more done in the little amount of time I had. But at the same time, you throw together one of these farms, and you're like, well, it's not the monumental struggle that it used to be. So I don't feel as rewarded as I had been. But at the same time, I'm not pulling my hair out when my iron farm doesn't line up completely, and I only get four golems dropping. It's like. I like the new way, but at the same time, I kind of miss the reward aspect of the old way, but I don't think I want to go back to the old
1: way. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely possible to like and dislike it. I think I'm in the same boat. Like I said with the redstone, you like the challenge, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not as challenging anymore with the farms. Uh, they've made it a lot easier for you, but man, it makes it, a, because it's easier, you know, you can focus on other things. Yeah. Like, for instance, I made an iron farm that they die by pillager death. And uh, because the farms are so easy, I'm able to implement a whole different aspect to it.
0: Yeah. I think anyone who's built an Iron Titan can understand where it comes through. Because when that thing doesn't work, you're pulling your hair out. But when it does work, you feel like the greatest Minecrafter of all time. Yes, that's true. Like you said you're spending more time on your killing mechanism now because you know the farm's going to work. Mm-hmm. Now you get to have fun, and now you gather your materials. Right, exactly. Which I still think that's one of the best iron farm ideas out there.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not as efficient, but I'm getting plenty of iron, and it hasn't stopped working. As long as it's working, whether it's they're coming in slow or whatever, it's still working, mm-hmm. and I'm still getting shocker boxes of iron i got plenty what about you what's another random thought you had random but bad thought i think about it all the time and i don't think i've ever brought it up and that's the sprinting bug needs to stop
0: is that where like you start sprinting and the screen starts jumping back and forth at you
1: yeah yeah you're like oh yes please you're jerking forward and backwards i i seem to do that every time i go to sprint almost Every single time, like, I can't ever get a successful sprint off Yeah. without doing it once. It's, it's getting annoying, and uh, it's like the complete opposite of sprinting. You're, sl- you're getting slower. I'd rather walk <laughs> than do that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's one thing that's been bothering me so much. That one bug,
0: that counts for a lot of the times I get motion sick playing the game. Mm. If I get a couple of those in a row, I have to stop. And I'll go AFK for 10 or so minutes and then come back. I will say, because I play on a controller, though, it's a lot less frequent, especially because I can tune my controller response times to keep that Mm -hmm. from happening. So, those who like to make fun of me for using a controller instead of a keyboard, ha!
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. But usually, when I sprint, you know, I hit the W twice, you know, forward twice yeah to take off and that that's usually when I hit that jerking motion. If I hit control, which I usually don't, I usually double tap forward mm-hmm. but control helps to get around that Sometimes you'll hit that bug even when you hit control, but yeah, it does help avoid it sometimes.
0: yeah so on my controller, just pushing forward on the joystick, what mimic a W press but clicking in the joystick will mimic a w plus control press okay and i have that on a half second delay and that's kind of stops the jerky motion down that's good to know much tuning
1: yeah what if you do that with the keyboard don't know
0: but if somebody wants my controller uh, layout and profile i use wasd as the software and i will be more than happy to send you my Settings page. Yep. uh Going into something that I can't wait for, and I've mentioned this earlier. Dripstone renewable sources. Like I have to have that now. <laughs> I, I I want it. <laughs> That's my big 117 thing. I can't wait for. uh I think the deep dark is going to be cool, and I can't wait to see what kind of loot they put in there. <sighs> I just have a feeling it's not going to be worth the squeeze, but renewable dripstone lava sources that will be worth it. I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah. And there's a, you see a bunch of farms now. And again, they're pretty simple. Mm-hmm. They don't look very hard at all.
0: Yeah. And I think a dripstone farm would look cool.
1: Yeah. I have uh, cauldrons in my ceiling mm-hmm. that have been filling up with water just from the rain.
2: <laughs> I know. It's um, hilarious.
1: <laughs> the thing is, I was like, okay, I got to stop this. So I put carpets down, you know, even help spawn-proof the place. No. Uh-huh. They gather They gather through the carpets. And I'm curious if the dripstone will do the same or if that'll be fixed. I think that's a bug. Mm. You wouldn't think they could fill up with the carpets because my middle part, uh, the middle part of my base, I put the cauldrons in there and I put the carpets on there immediately. I was like, before, I want to test this out to see if these cauldrons will fill up with water with carpets on it. And uh, a couple hours later, I went and remove the carpet, and there's water in the cauldrons. And I'm like, what? How is that a thing? But it is. I want to know
0: if it'll go through
1: trapdoors now. Yeah.
0: Because how cool would it be to be able to put a lid on your cauldron?
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, it would be cool. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if that'll be fixed or not for the dripstone.
0: Well, we got enough time for probably one more thought
1: each. So what's your last thought? I've been playing with quartz a lot this season and uh I didn't realize it till like middle of my builds that there are no quartz walls. Yeah. And uh it's pretty upsetting. And I have to settle for diorite walls and I'm not gonna settle.
2: Oh yeah.
1: You're not gonna use those in your quartz builds. So no. Yeah, I would love quartz walls. There's so many variants. You even got this brick variants now. But we don't have the quartz walls and it's uh
0: yeah, why not?
1: Even if they weren't like the smooth variant, even the regular quartz would be okay. But man, it's, there's been so many instances where I could have used it, but they're not there. No, I
0: agree. I want some quartz walls. I, I want slabs, stairs, and walls for everything. But mm-hmm. quartz walls, I mean, that, it doesn't even make sense not to have those.
1: Right. Especially if
0: we have quartz brick
1: the brick variant it'd be nice to have those slabs and stairs also mm-hmm. even though this is a talk about the walls but we're kind of missing those too Those would be nice to have definitely
0: my final random thought yeah this came from b dub's tweet about chairs and i would like to see a bit of a decor update soon mm. chairs paintings we we haul uh Saw Thomas' base talking about paintings that gave you potion recipes and crafting recipes. It's like, ah, that's something I would love. I would have those paintings up way more than the random skull on fire in my base. So, yeah, educational posters. Teach me how to play the game posters. That'd be awesome. More is chairs. We've talked about the sitting function. Mm-hmm. How just sitting down would be cool if it could regenerate
1: health slowly. Yeah, or possibly functional mm-hmm. furniture or decor. Yeah. Maybe you can have some shelves that, you know, you don't... Uh, it it kind of, They're kind of giving you, you know, a reason to use your creativity, I imagine. You know, you can make your own furniture. Uh-huh. Chairs aren't hard to make or anything, but there's no function to them. Yeah. But it'd be nice to have some function in some of the decorations as well.
0: Mini blocks has always been a thing that's been out there as a data pack and commands and everything like that. I'd like to see Mojang embrace it a little bit and maybe add some of that to the game. I think that could be kind of cool also.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd like that.
0: But I think that's going to do it to, for today's show. Before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the show. Our milk level patrons are Omni, Chief Big Bear, Croc, Fragile Rock, Obeep, Stone Figure, The Official CCL, Vipress Tuna, and YDYT. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash TheWitheringEffect.
1: And if you like the show, let your friends know about our... Nope, no, that's not it. <laughs> if you like the show, you can share with all your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us send an email to podcast at the withering tweet us leave a voice message or join our discord we can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners all the links are in the show notes
0: this show has been brought to you by jimbo and myself but also our digital producer carl he helps make sure the show ends up where it should be the amazing music you hear in the intro and outro is created by the one and only decoy Everyone's social media info can be found down in the show notes. You guys have been awesome as always. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. Should probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.